Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara. Brought to you by Boston Connect Real Estate Services. Connect with Sharon now at 781-837-4900 and online at bostonconnect.com. Now, here's Sharon McNamara. (laughs) And good morning to all my South Shore neighbors. This is Sharon McNamara. You are, of course, listening to Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara. Boy, it's going to be a funny day here this morning. So uh, the original co-host that we had, unfortunately, um, had a little conflict in her schedule. Uh, Liz Cotta from Cape Cod Title was supposed to be in with me. Uh, If she's listening, feel free to call in. Uh, We just had a little bit of a difficult uh, time this morning with scheduling and stuff like that. So uh, kids and family are more important than that. So uh, that's where she is right now. Uh, Thank God for my brother-in-law, though, because he and his crew that just left here, that was an awesome show that they just had. Uh, he was willing to sort of hang around with me if I ever got stuck. I was afraid that I wouldn't have anything to talk about by myself. What, what do you guys think about that? <laughs> yeah. Tim's like, oh, yeah, sure. So You Tim- have the gift of gab. You'll <laughs> never run out of anything to talk I about. Come on I now. know. Is the show almost over? My goodness. So that voice, as you know, is Tim, and he is manning the phones this morning uh, for us. So if you have any questions for me regarding real estate, um, as you know, I am the broker, owner, and founder of Boston Connect Real Estate, which is located right here on the South Shore. Our job is to connect home buyers and home sellers. Uh, And we're doing a pretty good job at that. I must admit, we have 33 agents at the office right now. Everybody has been very, very busy. We have office staff and all kinds of good things going on uh, over at the office these days. And they've been all over. Um, I actually got a call. I have to go to Hyde Park. Uh, We got some stuff going on in Norwell and Hingham and Marshfield and Weymouth and Quincy. I mean, we are just all over situate. So, and I also have (laughs) this person staring at me who has to bring her microphone a little bit closer. This with me this morning is Tracy Grady. Good morning. Good morning, Sharon. I am so happy you're here. Like, it's fun for me to see you a little nervous. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> and I am a little nervous. No, don't be nervous. I mean, you were a trooper because I sent a text this morning just saying, hey, guess what? Like, scheduling's all messed up. And you were like, I'll come in. And there you are. I was yeah. like, don't bother dressing up because we're, we're not on TV. And I have one other person who said, I can't ask any questions, but you did say I could say hello, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so come a little closer to the microphone. This is my mother, Audrey. Good morning. Good morning, Sharon. <laughs> so, <laughs> this is my mom. She came today. Uh, to, she's hanging out with me today, and um, I asked her to come to the radio studio with me this morning. So I'm glad that you made it. Audrey works at the office as well. well she doesn't really work at the office, but she's there helping out and doing her thing. Organi- volunteering her time. Volunteering her time. Yeah. Yes. Well, you know what comes in handy? I won't put you on the spot, but will, would you admit that you have a little OCD? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I would. There's a good one-word answer. <laughs> <I know. laughs> Which comes in perfect when uh, you need to get some filing and all those things done. So for all of my uh, Facebook fans and friends out there, you probably saw the recent video that I put of my mom on my personal Facebook page, and I surprised her and brought her to Barry Manilow. And what a great Christmas present that was, right, Mom? Yes. <laughs> she was crying. I know. She was crying when Barry Manilow came on. I know. I know. And he is like a little bit plasticky these days. Oh, are you think? Oh, are you thinking about buying or selling a house? Tim, are you thinking? No, not at this time, but thank uh, you for asking. Okay. Well, I, I want to know who's your real estate agent when that time comes. Good answer would be me, That just so you know. He's not answering me. Oh, my gosh, Tim. 
So anyway, I'm trying to find some Barry Manilow. Oh, oh, I can't smile without you. Oh yeah, yeah, that would be a good one. Yeah. So um, again, you are listening to Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara along with Tracy Grady. A um, couple things with Tracy as well. So uh, Tracy has actually joined the team with me and Mary. So um, I'm really excited about that. Me too. Yes. So she recently uh, passed her real estate license and you are going to be helping our team in the perspective of like being a buyer's agent, helping with open houses yep. and all of that, which is can't wait to get started. Yeah, yep. I know. So you've been shadowing a little bit. Yep. I like slow and easy wins the race. I'm never going to throw yep. you in there, baptism by fire. Yep, been to some open houses, Yeah, which has been great. Meeting people, talking to people, definitely. Yeah, this is definitely best. totally your niche. That's yeah. why I'm very particular with, uh, one, I'm particular with the people who do join our office. I mean, we want people obviously full of integrity, professionalism, who's going to represent all of us the same way. That's, <laughs> That's you, Tracy. <laughs> and then uh, being on my personal team, Team, which is great because um, as the business has grown and as my personal real estate business has grown, it's been really important for me. We get so many internet leads now mm-hmm. and with the name Boston Connect Real Estate, we're really pulling in people, a lot of people from that Braintree, Weymouth, Quincy, Southie, Dorchester area. Yeah, I'm surprised how yeah. far out it reaches. Yeah. yeah. Not just the South Shore. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Hyde Park, I have to go there, like I said. Uh, so it's going to be really great to have you there helping with those people who we are finding through the internet and through open houses where I primarily still focus on the people who are referred to me and my WET the listeners and things like that so mm-hmm. it's great so now we'll have a full team it will be myself um, it will be Mary yep. it will be you and Cindy Ford is actually awesome. on our team as well and Cindy's going to be doing some open houses for me this weekend Cindy if you're listening please call in too uh, Cindy's been on the radio show with us before uh, very strong um, very strong woman team we have yes. going here but very smart and that's what I like the most Yep. so one of the things with you that I feel, Tracy, is going to be really helpful. Uh, You're going to be able to educate me, which I think is great. I mean, you're so helpful. I I find that hard to believe, but okay. Yeah. (laughs) Well, um, can we share with what your other job is? So why don't we do that one? Pull your microphone just a little bit closer, too. This moves. Yep, so you can move it closer. So why don't you tell everybody a little bit about you, where you live, and and all of that. Yep, I live in the town of Hanover, um, and I work for the town of Pembroke in the building department. So it kind of gives me a good background. I have people coming in all the time, appraisers, homeowners, pulling their jackets. And a jacket is a file that you would have in the building department building department mm-hmm. and every building department should have a jacket regarding your property um tell, tell us a little bit about like you've been in Hanover how long and uh, and all of that i mean okay. your kids are older my kids are older i have a son who's 22 and a daughter who's 17 who'll be heading off to college next year where is she going uh she is looking at saint a's oh nice and uvm Awesome. So those are her two choices. Oh, yeah. so she's going to be a senior in high school this year? She's going to be a senior in high school this year. Yeah. Oh. So she's very confused between pharmacology and being a lawyer. So I said, well, in your life, Taylor, people are always <laughs> going to need drugs and they're always going to need lawyers. So this is a <laughs> yeah, perfect, perfect combination for you. No matter which road you go. <laughs> no matter which road you go, you're going to make yeah. a great choice. So yeah, yeah. they're awesome. both great kids. So we started off buying our first property in Hanover. Um, 15 years ago over on um, as far as you can be in Hanover and being in Rockland yeah. we bought uh, a beautiful cape that we renovated and sold it and then we moved almost as far to the other side of Hanover without being in Hanson uh-huh. um, but still in Hanover so yeah that's and awesome. we've been here for 15 years so I've had a lot of experience with the town of Hanover working volunteering mm-hmm. PTA things of that nature. Yeah, so, no, that's awesome. Yeah. So I work for the town of Pembroke, and then I bartend on the side. Yeah. So this just seemed like a really good choice to 
get my real estate license. Yeah. Not to mention that Sharon has been bugging me for the past, <laughs> as far as she's, as long as she's known me. Like, will you please to, just do this you for just me? Just go get your license. And she made <laughs> it sound like it's so easy. Just go get your license. It's a piece of cake. Yeah. yeah but you did it good. And I mean, it was passed, a little tougher than I thought it was going to be. It was a lot of studying after the classes. I mean, yeah. after you finish the classes, you think, oh, I'm just going to go take this test. And then you realize you probably have three weeks to a month of extra studying before you can take the test. Yeah. But. And that's because you're very thorough and you do a good job. You know what I mean? There are some people who are just like, oh, I'm just going to take the test and take it until I pass it and yeah. whatever, you know. But um, I knew that you were going to be good at it. And, and you are so well-versed in in real estate based on what your job is at the town. And I don't think you realize how much you do understand real estate when you're working in the building department. I just think of it as my job every day to day. But when I was taking the test and taking the class, there were a lot of things that I already knew, which was... That which was really helpful. But really you're never helpful. gonna need to know about riparian rights, right? No, I'm never gonna need to know riparian rights and what's the other one that I just loved? Um Parachevé. That was my other favorite term. <laughs> yeah. I'm like that one stuck in my brain. I don't remember that one, so don't tell have, Charlie Burke. Oh yeah. You yeah. just have to have that knowledge for one day. You have to have a ton of knowledge, but you only need it for a day. And then the day after I was listening to Charlie Burke's tapes. The oh, entire yeah. time in my car, my CDs, just listening and yep. listening. And then after I passed the test, I popped that CD out and there was music back in my car. Again. Oh, good. Perfect. Like, music. I Yay. forget what that, listen, that sounds like. And Charlie Burke is actually, he actually ended up becoming sort of a very good friend of mine. Mm-hmm. He actually sent me a text message. He's getting a new space and he wants me to help him do some staging and stuff because I'm also nice. a, um, accredited stager. So he needs some help picking out colors and things like that. But he is the owner of uh, the Real Estate Academy. Mm-hmm. He's going to be down in Braintree Park. He just moved his office. So he does have a permanent space now. We had a little problem there during all of our snowstorms and yeah. some leaking going on. So our class was actually held at Braintree High School. Yeah. And um, it was great. It was perfect. Perfect. He's really so good at class. it. It was a great class. He has so much knowledge. He has such a background. He, I love his little, well, first, personally for me, I love all his stories about Southie and Dorchester, the police department, and all those things. I was just like... That first four-hour class went by so fast that I was like, I thought I was going to be tired, falling asleep after working a full-time job and then going to the class. Yeah. I was so into Entertained, he and is. it really all played into helping me remember. Yep. It was like a little memory game, memory skills. Yep, yep. absolutely. He's great. So yep. if anybody is thinking about taking the uh, real estate class, I have um, you know Charlie Burke's information, and we can actually, I'm going to talk to him a little bit maybe about us doing some teaching in our own office. So that's one of the next new things that might be coming up the line. Are you surprised about that, Mom? It would be like Boston Connect Real Estate Academy or something like that? <gasps> yes, <laughs> Sticking with those one-word answers. <laughs> yeah, I know. But the other thing too, Tracy, that's going to, I mean, your other jobs that you have on the side, what's going to make, this is going to be really helpful for the team is, I don't want anyone to get the idea, well, why would I ever want her working with me if she has these other jobs? The thing that's really good is you do have a really strong knowledge base and you're energetic and you have a lot of, you know, I don't want to say you have a lot of time after your work, but, you know, you leave town hall at, what, 4.30? 4.30. Um, so you are able yep. to be on weekends and after 5, yep. which is where my problem is because I have a lot of appointments during that time doing uh, CMAs, which are comparative market analysis. Um, and I'm also trying to, you know, not I'm not scaling back a little bit, but I can't work 
14 hour days every day, seven days a week. So it's gonna be nice that you and Cindy will be able to be showing people houses afterwards and we're in the loop. So it's, you're the, like our feet on the ground, like a showing agent going to look at houses. And then when you find that house, we're sort of there looking at it as well and doing all the negotiating because that's the part I love. Right. Uh, and I love the part about showing the houses. That's like, I love that whole idea of being out with people, trying to help them make great decisions yeah. and help them along the way. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. And one of the other things what's going to be helpful with your two jobs, one is... Being in the I building department. <laughs> exactly. Well, that's what I was going to say. You provide liquor. we And then we drink after we find that house. Um, I, you know, one time I had to go. I, I digress, by the way, yeah, on the show yeah. all the time. Uh, well, you know me in real life. Um, I had to meet somebody at Chili's one night to sign a purchase and sales agreement. And they were so excited about the house. And they I got there. They were slurring their words, drinking margaritas at the bar. I'm like... I think we should do this tomorrow. <laughs> I wouldn't sign the PNS. I said, I think that we should do this tomorrow, yep. like after the hangover is over. That's so, right. Yeah. So, of course, I sat and had a drink with them. Of course. Uh, but not only do you have, like, as you're going through houses, I think that you are you will definitely have a good eye. I think what makes me a very strong buyer's agent and what makes me a very strong listing agent is I'm always looking at the reverse, okay? So, as a listing agent, I'm walking through this house of the eyes of a buyer. Buyers are looking for what's wrong, not for what's right. So that those are the things that I can pinpoint to clients. So I was with somebody this past week and I was like, oh, you might like there's a crack in the, in the garage. You might just want to have the crack team come in, look this over because I know that a buyer is going to mention it. The home inspector is going to mention it. We might as well have an answer for it, whether it's, you know, really a problem or not. You'll be able to pick up on a lot of stuff. Yep. I'll yeah. be able to walk through, be able to take the building knowledge, which yes. isn't huge because I'm not the building inspector, but I'm the assistant to the building department. So I'm usually the front line for everybody that's coming in with questions and then referring it over to the building inspectors or the plumbing inspector, gas inspector, all those. Yeah. yeah. I saw Gary yesterday. Oh, did you? Yeah. Gary's doing some work in my office. His whole crew is, oh. they're not in my office, but it's upstairs. They're renovating. So they have to be in my office. I'm familiar with the gentleman who's renovating that property. Yes. Yep. Yes. yes. So he came in. Uh, yesterday and he sat in my office a little bit so yeah. um, and that's one of the good things too you'll also have you must have the relationship with other people in other towns right which is definitely an asset I mean Joe Stack yep Joe Stack well we kind of have our own little um, taking over the world thing going on right now between <laughs> <I know. laughs> Joe Stack is now working over in the town of Hanover as a full-time building inspector and yep. he's also an assistant building inspector in the town of Pembroke yes and the full-time building inspector in the town of Hanover over is also an assistant building inspector, Tony Marino. Yes. Yeah. So he's, uh, it's a nice little team we have going on because we can bounce things off of each other mm -hmm. and um, be able to ask questions. Yep. So, yeah. It is definitely a great crew. Now, Joe, I called Joe this morning and because in, in his wife, Jackie, I love and adore and they've come to our holiday parties and they're just part love of our them. family when we have cookouts and stuff like that. I mean, Joe Stack, three girls. Yes. Well, <laughs> well, it's so funny because I call him my work husband. Yep. I was like, you are definitely my work husband. So one of my best stories with Joe Stack again he was uh, too bashful to join me this morning but um, he's <laughs> awesome um, and I'm working with his daughter right now like helping them oh, yeah you know that's right yep yep they bought a house with me um, Nikki bought a condo with me so I was her buyer's agent I remember when she did that yeah and now she's selling the condo she did really well on that because when you're a strong buyer's agent people generally are underwater when they go to sell and they're buying a new house so I'm really excited about that but with Joe mom you ready for this quick story <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs>
That's all she's going to say. That's all we're going to get. Me, Tracy, we should have brought some cocktails with us this morning. So you have some brought my shaker. Yeah, uh, Bloody Marys. Yeah. yeah, that's what we should have had. Um, so one time, so Joe Stack, um, before he became the full-time, uh, for, uh, what is it, full-time building inspector over mm-hmm. in Hanover, he was the foreman for one of the builders that I worked for, Jim yeah. Whaler, uh, another Hanover guy, and he was doing a big project, and we were over at, where were we? I don't remember what property it was. Probably over Seltzum. on Cres- yeah, Seltzum Seltzum. Way, uh, Crescent Hill Farms off of uh, West Elm Street in Pembroke. Beautiful four-bedroom colonials. He's such a good foreman. I mean, he's so easy breezy. He's just on top of it. The properties are always clean. Yep. We're going to do another show, too, by the way. I'm going to have you here. We'll have a couple builders join us about um, the importance of uh, when you're buying a new home and it's new construction, mm-hmm. just to help people through that process. Yeah, and, and the construction guys, keeping it neat and clean and not having all of your stuff, it, it yes. makes a huge difference. People come in and they, they mention it. Oh, yeah. They mention it. I think the contractors don't think that they do, oh. but they go out and they look at those job sites and they want to see neat, mm-hmm. clean, everything organized and ready to go. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And with me doing a lot of new construction, because right now I'm working with Owen Kelly and Bisher, you Love know that. Love them. I know, they're Big so fans. good. Yeah, um, Stone Ridge, uh, Stone yeah, Stone Bridge, but he, I'm really working with Downwind Realty, which is right. Owens. And Equestrian uh, Way. Equestrian Beautiful Way. Beautiful development. Yeah. That's a gorgeous development. Yeah, they're doing a yep. good job over there. We just sold one uh, just the last week. Um, but one of the things with Joe, I'm getting back to my Joe story. This is how he became, I became his wife. So we get to this property. It was m- like muddy winter, like the end of winter, gross, but I had on these cute, adorable boots, you know, up to the knees <laughs> with a skirt on, you know what I mean? Like before I opened the office, I was cuter than I am, you know, now because four years owning a real estate office. I'm sort of like the president, you know. I'm all gray and everything <laughs> and wrinkly. But anyways, Joe's like, are you coming in? Like, because I go to the house through stages and I video and I take pictures yeah. and everything. And he's like, are you coming in? And he's just like sort of looking at me. I go, do you see how cute these boots are? I am not walking in that mud. <laughs> Guess what he did? <laughs> Picked me right up, and uh, the foreman, all, I mean, not foreman, but all the contractors and the subs are all over the place. He just whipped my butt right into that thing, and he's like, no, you will be working today. Yep. Like, seriously, get in the get house. Get in here. <laughs> so, yeah. That was one of my good Joe stories. Want to hear another one real quick? Just because, whatever, it's my show. The other person didn't show up. We can do this, right? We okay, Tim? Fine. Tim doesn't care. <laughs> One other time. So, the, you know, Center Commons. Oh, yes. The 55 yep. plus. Mm-hmm. I love that development. Another beautiful development. Yes. Yep. And Jim Whaler does a great job with his projects. And that's why I'm proud to hang my name with them. You know what I mean? So when he was doing that development, he bought that land on 9-11. It was the morning of 9-11. Do you know the story? Mm-mm. Oh, no, you I don't? Never, never oh, well, you are story. in for a treat, Tracy. Okay. So he bought the land on 9-11. He was literally in the attorney's office. And remember, that was like uh, Papa something's farm or whatever. It was, it was a farm stand. We used to be, be, buy tomatoes and stuff there. And he bought the land on 9-11. When he was introducing me to the property, he was, you know, the roads were in and everything, and there was one building up, and that's what he was using as the office. So the uh, names of the development are Freedom Circle, Mm -hmm. Patriot Way, and Liberty. Liberty. Yeah. I'm choking on nothing here. Um, So anyways, so those are the names of the street because he passed papers on 9-11. Well, the assessor's office, now Kathy Salmon's going to be one of our people on here soon, too. She's going to go to the office, too, and give us a little class. Oh, that's awesome. They give... They just they just start it with any random number. You know what I mean? It isn't like a rhyme or reason. Every street doesn't start with one. So they started this development with nine. Well, they're duplexes. And every, all the evens and all the odds are on the same side of the street. So it goes, the first two houses in are nine, 11. 11. 
That's crazy. Is that creepy? That is creepy. So I was walking around with Jim, and I was like, "Did you like? Did you do that on purpose?" The hair on his arms—I'm not kidding—was standing straight up. Nine eleven. Yep. Nine eleven. Mm-hmm. And I think that's liberty. It's either liberty or patriot, but it's not Freedom Circle. But anyways, isn't yeah, that freedom interesting? Freedom was one of the last. Yeah, yeah Freedom Circle yep. was the, the the more of the townhouses. And I have a lot of good friends over there. So if Ken is listening to me this morning, he's my little cherub. I love him. <laughs> I see him in uh, Cumberland Farms all the time. So hi, Ken, if you're listening. All right, so one of the things I wanted to talk to you about today is, um, again, this is a call-in radio station. I know I'm gabbing on and on here, but I know I'm entertaining you. There's nothing. This is alcoholic. just like us in the office together, though. Basically, <laughs> when know. you come into the building department, the two of us bounce back and forth. Let's cover twenty topics yeah. in under fifteen minutes because Sharon <laughs> is always in. I got to get this done, and I got to get out. Yeah, I know, but that's the thing, though. Sometimes Mary, my assistant, so Mary yeah. Baker, everybody knows Mary Baker. She's not even my assistant. She's really the team. She's more of the team leader than I am. You know what I mean? So she's the one that's putting everybody in their places, and um, I'm sort of just like, "What do you need me to do today, Mary?" Um, she she's just very funny because I'll say, I have to stop at Town Hall. She's like, just come back to the office. Let me go to Town Hall. I go, why? She goes, Sharon, honestly, you go into Town Hall. We see you two hours later. That's uh, that's the that's the truth. <laughs> that is the truth. I do. I pop around to every and office. And I have noticed that Mary has been in a lot more lately <laughs> than you have. I know. I know. She, I'm sure the fire department is happy about that, too, because she had to do four smoke certs the other day. Yeah. I'm sure they're tired of looking at me anyways. So, <laughs> But if you have any questions for us, I mean, in regard to real estate, um, you know, I do do the show. I'm not not really a I'm, I'm the host of the show but I'm not hired by you know WATD my job is to sell real estate I help people find real estate I help people sell real estate I help people make decisions whether it's a good time or not to sell real estate I like those conversations sometimes too like mm. Mm, I don't think right now is a good time for you and I think people appreciate that yeah you have to be honest mm-hmm. with people you can't just say great I'll take the listing and put it on the market if they're not going to get Exactly. Yeah. It isn't about getting a sign in somebody's yard. It really is. And I think, honestly, what has made Boston Connect Real Estate as successful as it is, is the caliber of agents we have in their integrity to their clients is just, it's just amazing. It really is. I mean, they're just truly, mom, do you agree? I mean, you interact with the agents and this isn't just a yes or no. Don't they truly interact with their clients and really care? Absolutely. See, we got more than a we yes. We got more than a yes. Yeah. So um, it looks like we might have a caller. We do, Tim. Oh, we have Amanda in Pembroke. Good morning, Amanda. Good morning, Sharon. It's your friendly neighborhood real estate appraiser. Oh, how are you? I'm so I'm glad good. that you're you? calling. Good. It's like I a whole just family. I to let you know about another creepy coincidence. Okay. I was one of the first appraisers to go into Center Commons, and my birthday is 9 11. <gasps> That's Tell me you are kidding me right now. I have hair sticking up on my arms right now. I'm not kidding. Whenever you said he passed papers on 9-11. Did you know that story, Amanda, beforehand? I had no idea. You told me, and I'm like, I oh. never heard that either. Amanda, you're breaking up a little bit. Can you? Are you in a bad area? Are you? I are, think are you? So, yeah, I'm by him. Are you fishing on the pond? Um, no, I'm not. I'm doing. I'm working today. Oh, you are. Yeah. Tell your father it's his turn. I'll give him the day off. He deserves it. (laughs) He does. He really does deserve it. So you didn't know that story until I just told it? I had no idea. Yeah, I think a lot of people know that story. I've never heard that story, and I hear stories every day. Yeah, now we have a great story. I'm so I feel like boy, like I'm almost like the town historian. Yes, I know. (laughs) (laughs) That one definitely beats 
snowstorm. That was fun. Oh, the, the last time when I saw you in the snowstorm? The last... Oh, yes. Contemplating jumping out second story windows to get a back photo. Yeah, <laughs> that's what, where she was doing one over on Fairway. And no uh, lie, six feet of snow. And, and uh, she's like, I have to get back there and take a photo. I go, seriously, like, just Photoshop it. Like, throw some snow in a picture I have. <laughs> like, she goes, I can't do that. Because, again, everyone we use and hire is ethical. The, the problem with, not that it's a problem, Amanda, but just so all of our general public knows, I can't choose who the appraiser is. The bank does. Right. Uh, but it is very warming to my heart when Amanda comes and some of the other ones that I'm very familiar with because um, Arthur Boyle, obviously. You know what I mean? The only reason why is because because of everything that happened in the industry, they sort of have to sort of keep a delineation between the loan officer and the, and, you know, the... The appraiser, um, but sometimes we're getting appraisers that know nothing. Actually, mm-hmm. Amanda, let me ask you a question: Do you care if there are poles in a closet? Poles in a closet, like to hold clothes? Yeah. No. As an appraiser, they're supposed to be, aren't there? Yeah, they were supposed to be, but you know, one of my agents just came back to me. She's like, the appraiser said that, like, I can't, like, the appraisal isn't going to come in right because there are no, there wasn't a pole in one of the How closet. Big is the closet. It's like a six-foot closet. I don't know. I mean, maybe if it was FHA, there might be some stipulations towards, you know, exact... What if you decide you want to use increase? Yeah, for me. Yeah, because that's what I want to know. I'm like, well, how do they know they you want to use your closet for clothes? It's none of their business. True. Yeah, I mean, yeah, depending on if it's FHA, they have so many teeny tiny little asterisks, and this needs to be done, and that needs to be done, and I mean, even like a light switch. There's no plate over a light switch, just one. It's null and void. Yeah. So, um, so Amanda, when are you going to come on the show and sit here with me across the table here, my WAD you table? Would like me to. All right. Well, you're going to have to text me your phone number so I have that personally. You might regret it. <laughs> I, I, I have somebody else's, and I think he uh, regrets it every so often. Yeah, I've sat in the end match here once or twice over at ATD. So, uh, it's not that scary. All right. Well, when we hang up, can you send me a text message? 781-294-4848. Send me a text message with your phone number, and then we'll line up another show when we have you on here. 294-4848. You got it. Perfect. All right, all Amanda. Right. Have a great day. Hope you don't have you to work too. all day. Uh, not all day. <laughs> I'm sure. All right. Perfect. Okay. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. She's great. How was that for scary? One of the first people to do the... The home inspe- to do an appraiser over at Center Commons. Another 9-11 connection. Yeah. Want to hear? Okay. We're totally not even talking about real estate right now. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. I know. Tim, don't be upset with me. It's whatever. I know. He doesn't. <laughs> do Tim, I look upset? Tim, you never get upset with me. I'm sort of your chill. Yeah, we'll yeah, that. yeah. Sort of like you know when you bite into a York peppermint patty and you just feel. <laughs> get I the get sensation. the sensation. <laughs> <laughs> We're still waiting for some Barry Manilow to hit us at some point, anyways. But. She loved it, Tim. She loved it. Loved it, loved it. So, boy, you're impromptu. You're pretty good like that. So if I ask for a little Jay-Z, is that coming up too? (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm sorry, that is not in the station's library. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, again, this is Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara, and I know it sounds like we're being very silly today. Uh, we are just sort of doing an impromptu uh, show today because uh, my original guest, we are going to be talking about some short sales. Uh, unfortunately, scheduling got a little bit mixed up for her this morning. We'd love her to pieces. Liz Carter uh, from Cape Cod Title. Uh, she is an attorney, and she is the best of the best when it comes to short sales, and she is dealing with a doozy of a doozy in my office right now, along with Trish Flynn. Uh, so hopefully we'll be able to get her back on there. Um, if you have to um, have any questions for us, 781-837-4900. So a question might be, I'm thinking about selling my house. How should I prepare? I am thinking about buying my house. Do I really need a buyer's agent? Um, putting my house on the market, what are some of the things that I need to consider? Like a Title Five. we're going to have um, Tracy White is going to be here next week from Casoli talking about that. Um, do I need to have a radon inspection when I do uh, buy a home? Do you know what radon is? So uh, feel free to call us with any of your questions or comments. Uh, we uh, welcome that. That means we have open air uh, and nothing else to talk about. So anyways, uh, that was really creepy with the whole Amanda thing, though. I'm glad that she called in yeah. on that. It's so strange. So um, tr with you, Tracy, a couple of the things that I think is great and why you're str a strong buyer's agent and very helpful is one is your background of what you have going on with the town, but also as, <laughs> um, you know, a bartender, like you have to be a psychologist in this you industry do. as well, right? Yes, you definitely have to be somewhat of a psychologist when you're tending by. You see people every day, and there's a lot of time that people come in by themselves. Yeah. And, you know, you, they don't want to sit by themselves, but they don't want to sit at a table by themselves. So, yeah. you, you know, you got to kind of strike up a conversation and get talking with people. I don't like yeah. seeing people sit. You know, that's one of my hardest things is seeing people sit at a restaurant by themselves. And a lot of people have no issues. With, and I have a plenty of people that come in that don't like to sit at the bar by themselves, but prefer to sit at a table by themselves. See, yeah, I would, I'd feel awkward in both. I don't think I could do it. I went to a conference once and I sat at the bar by myself and I just felt so weird and strange. Like I felt like it was sort of like a Julia Roberts moment. Like yeah. if I was waiting for someone to pick me up and I truly wasn't, I just wanted some dinner. Bruce Willis didn't show up? <laughs> yeah, no. Isn't it, was it Bruce Willis or Ju no, who's the other one there? Richard Gere. Richard Gere. Richard, Richard Gear, yeah, yes. uh, yeah, yeah. No, uh, my Richard Gear. I have Mark McNamara. Who needs Richard Gear? That's right. Oh God, I can't even say it with a straight face. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, Tonight on Jerry Springer. No. Yeah, exactly, exactly. No, but I remember one time uh, Casey and I we were um, in California looking at schools for Casey. So you have been through that process. Yes. And by the way, yep. you visited UVM already. We have not. We're on the schedule to go see that uh, probably later this month. Oh, really? So yep. when you go up there, do a tour at St. Michael's. She might not be interested, but Mackenzie is working in the admissions, and she gives tours for the oh, summer. We should do that while we're up there. Yeah, you yeah, should. We'll definitely. Yeah, we'll definitely do that. What? She's doing 40. She, yeah, she, there's 40 people coming into St. Michael's today to do a tour. Oh, my word. Yes. Yeah, that's, so, a, that's a big group. Yeah, that's, that's a really a big, big group. group. Yeah. So she's one of three interns that were hired in the um, admissions office. So she's spending her summer up there? She's spending her whole summer up there. Nice. She loves it. Oh, well. She went to St. Michael's. She walked on that campus, and she knew that she just loved it. So she's an ambassador for them, and she's doing. she's going to be an RA next year. Your daughter might like it. It's going to be right up in her. That's that's the area that she's looking at right now. Yeah. And she's really um, 
thrilled with UVM, but we haven't visited yet. So we thought we'd do Champlain while we're up there yep. as well. Okay. And then, yeah, so St. Mike's. Denine yep. uh, Caprio's daughter just graduated this year. Oh, did she? From, from Champlain. I did not know that. Yep. yep. Um, Denine all the time. Yep. So she just, her daughter just graduated, Michaela, which is awesome. And then Kate McKenzie's at St. Michael's and then UVM. So it's almost like this, like a triangle. Cool. So they're all within a couple of miles of each other. So when you do one, you have to do them you all. do them all. All right. Yeah. And well, look, at we're talking like I'm literally yep. at my kitchen yes. table. I, Let uh, me know when you're going up because I have points at the know. Sheridan and I can get you a hotel room. Oh, there we go. All yes. right, perfect. I'm in. <laughs> it gets I'm expensive. In. It's like a vacation for me. Yeah. Um, you know what? And here's another thing, too. I'm going to digress a little bit. Um, Alyssa uh, McNamara-Reed and I met yesterday for a little bit, or Thursday, I think it was. Uh, we met a little bit in, um, about our Financially Secure Women event. I know everybody has been asking us, when will the next event be? So we have been planning those. We took the summer off. Um, just to sort of get a little organized and give you know each other some time off. So financially secure women is professional women helping other women through professional de- you know making decisions. But in I think it's September, late September, early October, our next event, and I'll have better dates. We're going to be doing one all on the college search. How do you prepare for college? So do you have kids that are younger? And you're starting. Do you have kids that are in middle school? Where should you be? Do you have kids in high school and you haven't started yet and you're like, oh no, what do we do? Mm. Yeah, so um, so we're going to be doing that. It's going to be great. We're going to have all kinds of answers and questions and Alyssa's going to be giving some great advice on um, how to save properly for that. I remember when Michael McNamara told me the girls were two and three that I had to save like $2,000 a, a month. <laughs> I was like, I don't have a job. Like, I'm home with the kids. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'll save my pennies. Exactly. So, anyways, but he was right. He always is. So, um, again, talk real estate with Sharon McNamara. Again, I am the broker owner and founder of Boston Connect Real Estate. We are over there connecting home buyers and home sellers uh, throughout the South Shore. We go from Boston all the way down to Cape Cod, and we have Tracy Grady joining me this morning, the newest member of my team. I'm so happy to have you. I'm so happy to be here. And we blew right through the commercials. And, yep. of course, we have Audrey, Ma, better, otherwise known as Ma, around the office. Um, and then, of course, other members on my team I, I definitely want to give a shout-out to is... That sounded so DJ-like. I'm giving a shout-out to... <laughs> Sharon's giving a shout-out. I feel like I need, like, like a little spinning of the wheel. Wait, yeah. Shout-out to... Yeah. Tracy and Sharon are in the house. What, what? <laughs> right. We're having way too much fun. If Ed Perry's listening right now, I might be fired. What, what is what is happening to my station? What, what, what is this? What's the source of this humor? I know. That was Tim. That was not me. <laughs> um, so I have Tracy in with me, Tracy Grady. Again, uh, she is a lifelong resident of Hanover, which I'm really excited to bring to the team as well because um, you work in Pembroke, you live in Hanover for a very long time, and you work in Marshfield, where our yeah. office is located is centrally located on purpose. I think mm-hmm. people think, oh, you chose Pembroke because you live in it. No, I didn't choose it only because of that. One, I have an awesome landlord, Frank. Frank is an aw- I just met him the other day, actually. Oh, at really? A party. I met him. What a lovely man and his wife. Just charming. Awesome. Yep. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Love them to pieces. Uh, so if you do are looking for a property uh, to rent, Frank Giglio. Yep. Giglio, I always say it wrong. He's fabulous. Anyways, um, 
so you have like that whole Hanover connection. You have the Marshfield connection. Where our office is located, we touch Marshfield. We touch Hanover. We touch Duxbury. We touch in Kingston in some areas. We're a minute to Norwell and about six minutes to get to Situate. Yeah, you are very centrally located. That yeah. is... One and a half miles off the highway. So for my people coming from Dorchester, Weymouth, Quincy, yep. easy enough to do. But uh, we are looking and searching for some new ventures. So we're thinking in the Boston area might be next. Venturing out. Yeah. Wouldn't that be fun? It would be fun to be able to go into Boston and yeah. kind of learn the lay of the land. Right now, that would seem a little frightening. frightening. Daunting. Yeah. A little daunting. I want to be in that Dorchester area, too, I think. You know, I love it. Well, that's because that's I, where you're from. I want to go home. Do you want to go back to your roots? I want to go home. Mama, I want to go home. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Audrey's Variety, which was my mother's store. My mother owned Audrey's Variety. That's why her name is Audrey. Oh, that's why the store was named that. Because if your name was Mary, it would have been Mary's Variety, right? My <laughs> father told her when they got married, I'm going to put your name in lights. And lo and behold, he did. <laughs> so um, that store, Matt, I'm being honest right now, like Boston.com just had the store, because it's now a new store on the block, as the most Boston store in Boston. Yeah. So oh, I saw that picture. Yeah. You posted it. Yeah, yes. I did. I put yeah. that on Facebook. Yep. yep. And we lived on the third floor. It was awesome. And we had the church right there. And the priest used to come over on Christmas Eve and we'd do the seven fishes. And the priest would come in between masses. And... Uh, <laughs> do all that they were or were not drinking huh mom <laughs> were or were not now look at mom says no. nothing no okay 781-837-4900 if you have any questions about real estate if you just want to chit chat say hello please do um, again I am here with Tracy Grady she is the newest realtor uh, at Boston Connect Real Estate on my personal team uh, with Mary and Cindy Ford so it's the four of us uh, just working together to help home buyers and home sellers uh, get the job done of uh, navigating home buying and home selling at the same time is not an easy task um, I have one client I don't think she's listening right now but sarah mcdonald she's doing a yard sale right now and um <laughs> she has been through the ringer so she's going to come on and do a show with me oh that's a great idea yeah. especially a buyer who's been through as much as she's been through she has from been. the eyes of a buyer yeah roller coasters yeah you just really sometimes think i think buyers think they're sitting out there by themselves and they just don't know what's going on mm -hmm. behind the and Behind be the helpful. scenes, yeah. yeah, we're doing a lot. So that gets us to what we really want to talk today about is permits. Okay, mm. so you sit behind that desk. Um, also, I'm on the zoning board in town. So, I mean, I have some, you know, knowledge of some of these things as well. But I definitely key into you more than anybody else in the whole um, town hall. Why don't you tell me some of the things that people, that you feel people forget to pull the permit for and then could potentially end up being an issue um important to pull it's important to pull building permit regardless if it's a structural anything that is structural requires a permit um i think a lot of things that people forget roof permits you definitely want to get that date down when you pulled your roof permit because a lot of times assessors and real estate agents will come in mm -hmm. pull the file to see when the last time that your roof is repaired that's yeah. going to be that's huge i feel that's even for a repair ones. or do you think for a complete uh roof do-over technically you're supposed to pull a permit for a repair so really yeah uh, it depends on how large the repair is. I mean, if it's a couple of shingles, well, clearly you don't need a permit to do that. Yeah. But again, if it's a repair and then there's a leak, you want a, almost like a date and a timestamp on that permit mm -hmm. stating that you did have the roof repaired by a, you know, a reliable contractor and a permit was pulled. If, if nothing else, a minimum permit, even for repair, is $35. It's worth the $35 yeah. to come in, pull the permit, then it goes in your folder so that if there was potentially a leak or something that happened after the fact, you can say, 
well, I had the roof repaired on such and such a day. Yeah. So it just helps you. It almost keeps like a, a rolling log of everything you did to your house. Why do you think it is that people are always like, I don't, I'm not going to pull a permit? What, what, what is, I mean, 35 bucks? I mean, what's the highest permit that there is? Well, permits are based on usually either the square footage of whatever's going to be built or it's going to be built on the total cost of the project, $10 per thousand, with the minimum being a $35 permit. So any job you're going to do up to $3,500 is going to be a $35 minimum permit. Okay. And anything bigger than that is going to start to go up incrementally. Forty, to, you know, $4,000 project is going to be a $40 permit. Okay. Um, if you were building an addition onto your house, there's more of a um, formula you have to go through to figure out the total amount. But still, it's it's not an astrical, astronomical amount of money. It really isn't. Yeah, especially if you're going to, um, you know, trying to protect yourself. You know what I mean? Like, I, tell me, okay, so that's really good to know is that yeah. you don't have to spend a lot of money. But what do you think the important aspect of having a permit is as a homeowner? Well, in having neighbors, people definitely want to see that you are pulling permits to do the work in your neighborhood. A lot mm -hmm. of times we get a lot of people and neighbors in who like to kind of keep their eyes on what their neighbors <laughs> are doing. So we it's always so say, funny. especially in small communities, and Pembroke has a lot of these small communities, the... Um, we call them, you know, the people that live in houses that are smaller that may have been considered a pawn community back in the day yep. and now are full-time. They're very small communities and they're under the microscope all the time. Yep. So it's in your best interest to pull a permit. Just come in, fill out the paperwork. A lot of times they're just minimum prices. Yeah. So I think the reason why people don't pull permits, I'm not... I don't quite understand. I think sometimes they feel if they're doing the work themselves, they are not required to pull a permit. But you, you, you're, you're required to have a certain background to do certain jobs. As a homeowner, you are allowed to pull a permit to do work on your house, hands down. As a homeowner, you can pull the permit to do the work yourself, but you still have to pull a permit to do the job. Okay. Electrical, plumbing and gas has to be done by a licensed plumber or technician. Has okay. to be done by somebody okay. with a license. Okay, that's that's the point I was going to make. Like, So yep. if somebody wanted to change out and put in like a um, gas log in their fireplace, mm -hmm. a homeowner can't no. do that. No, they cannot. It has to be done by a licensed gas technician. Okay. So the technician should come in and pull the permit. It's not, mm -hmm. it's not a homeowner requirement to come in and pull that permit because we ask for their license and we ask for insurance yes. to make well, sure. See, so that that's, helps the... That's the important part right there. Yep. Yeah. I mean, because you're verifying that the person who's going to be playing with gas mm -hmm. actually has insurance, right? Correct. Yes. I mean, that's important. Yeah, it's not something you want to do yourself. No. Uh, uh, gas to me seems like the biggest, like, don't, you always want to have a licensed plumber mm -hmm. or gas technician work on that in your house. And elec electrical. I mean, yeah. any house, I mean, most house fires these days, it usually becomes an electrical problem. And it's usually if somebody's done their own electrical work. Yeah. So you really need to come in and pull a permit with a licensed technician to do yeah. that type of work in your house. And a lot of times, one of the things that we'll see sometimes, like when we're doing home inspections, you're going to be really good at home inspections, by the way. So I'm really, like, really glad that you're going to be able to do that part of it with us as well is with the home inspections you know sometimes we see uh, reverse polarity mm -hmm. so like the plug is you know the wires are going the wrong way and you know homeowners will say oh I'll just take care of it myself and I was like eh, eh. I don't think that's a great idea 
Yeah, that's not a great idea. No. Nope. Because if it goes on fire, then what? Who's the problem? You correct. Know? You can go back and say, you know, again, the date, the timestamp, come in, pull the permit. We'll keep the folder. We keep all of the paperwork in your folder. Mm-hmm. If you come in and pull a permit, we put it in your jacket, and it's there forever and ever. Yeah. And that's the importance of having a buyer's agent, by the way. I mean, you know, I mean, I'm in there all the time. Yep. I mean, I'm fortunate because I am on the zoning board, so I can sort of, you know, go behind the counter and pull a jacket. And, you know, I always put everything back yep. just the way I just found it. Just the way you found it. I I have my system, so if I your, your files in there are a lot, so if I pull a file, I always put this one up this way, so I yep. know exactly where it goes. Right? You saw my new system that I do in there. Yep. So when I when I if I am working as a buyer's agent, so a buyer's agent is a person who represents you as you know my your. The my buyer. fiduciary responsibility is to you as the buyer. Correct. So that's where Tracy and I and Cindy and Mary come into play. And that's why I need more people to help me because, you know, I hear people say, oh, I'm working with 20 buyers right now. And I was like, well, probably not well, because how can you, you know, we're going to town halls, we're pulling folders, you know, like recently had a client that was going to Milton and she heard about a restaurant that was going down the street. So I called the Milton building department and I was like, do you mind just sort of filling me in on what's going on, blah, blah, blah. He was great. I went onto their website. He pinpointed what every little where it was going, what at every restaurant was, what everything was. So those are the things we're doing because our clients are working full time. So it's going to be very easy for us to to get that information yep. for you while they're at work. So um, one of the things too is being licensed. If you if you have somebody putting work in your house that isn't licensed, you would want to know that. You'd want to know that a lot of people have friends that are very talented and very, you know, can yeah. do the work themselves. So if you as the homeowner want to come in and pull the permit and have your uncle, cousins, brothers, whatever, do the work on your house and you're comfortable with that, that's fine. You are totally allowed to you are totally in the right to do that. Okay, so here's the question. I have a husband who's a plumber. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's true. Yes, and that's actually a true statement. So. <laughs> that's not even hypothetical. <laughs> that was a huge reach. Okay. So, so what's we have Mark. <laughs> so Mark's here. And Mark is going to pull okay. a permit or not going to pull a if permit. If he's going to do work. Well, this doesn't make sense anymore. Okay. <laughs> but if he was going to do work on my house, okay. does he have to pull a permit? Yes. Yeah. Okay, yep. okay, because, okay, so, and can I, as the homeowner, pull it? You can pull the building permit. You cannot pull the plumbing permit. Okay, so no. that's where I want mm-hmm. people to understand yes, that. No. If you're going to um, take a wall down, mm-hmm. you could do that on your own? Yes, you can. You can well, come in as the dumb. homeowner. <laughs> Don't do that. That's just crazy. <laughs> um I can say my husband has taken many walls down in in our house and is very capable of doing that type of work. I mean, there are just some great guys that are very handy and are very capable of doing that work. Um, But you have to be, and that's your own house. It's his house. It's my house. If you're hiring, again, your uncle, cousin, brother, just make sure that they're a reputable, Mm -hmm. if they came referred from somebody. You just want to make sure that they're reputable. and. Contractors, if you're hiring a contractor, need to have a construction supervisor's license okay. and a home improvement contractor's license. Okay. And Can you they do need a blog on this for me? Yes. Just like a couple paragraphs yep. Yep. and we'll put that on the website. Yep. Perfect. Yep. Construction supervisor's license, home improvement contractor's license. Even if it is your uncle's cousin's brother, you can still ask them if they are licensed. They don't need to show their license if you as the homeowner are going to pull the permit. You're well within your rights. But you're also within your rights to ask that person 
if they have a construction supervisor's license. Yeah. Or home, home improvement contractor's license is a fund that these contractors pay into that if something does go wrong, you do have some recourse and you can go back to the state, file a claim against them and maybe get some money back if the job didn't go right. Okay. Yeah. So I think that a lot of times people think, and my mother didn't want to speak, but she wrote it down that I think that people are afraid to get permits pulled because they think that then their taxes are automatically going to go up. And that is the case. I mean, we all work off of each other in the town hall. When yeah. somebody comes in and pulls a building permit, it do- a copy of that permit does go up to the assessor's office. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of what makes the world go around yeah. and how the, how the town, everybody thinks, oh, the town's out to make money. But I mean, the town does have to make money in order to support the town. Yeah. The roads, the streets, the schools, the, everything kind of goes everything. around. Yeah. It all, you have to pull the... Yeah, and and besides that, I mean, I've talked to the assessor's office many times, and when they go knocking on people's doors, if you don't show up, they're just assuming that you have the, everything in there, anyways. Yes. Yeah. So, so you're better off letting them in, showing them the property, and letting them do the the appraisal. Yeah. And in the long run, when you go to sell your house, it's going to benefit you because if you did do all these great things to your house, it's only going to make your house definitely more sellable if that's a absolutely yeah Yeah, it's more marketable yeah so that's a really good point too is if you are thinking about selling your house one of the things that i also do is go to the town hall i'm pulling the jacket and i will look to see you know when the permits were pulled what different timelines different things like that like recently i had a um, home that was it's a legal two family (laughs) over on elliott and even though some of the neighbors were upset with me i have to go by what's in this folder and it's a legal two family no, yeah. I mean, I'm yep. on the zoning board. I would prefer that it was just an in-law because I true don't agree that it should be a two-family, but it is what it is. Right. So that's how I have to sell it, but that's also how it has to appraise. But when I do get a new listing, I am doing that work. Now, I am working for another man right now um, over on Priscilla, and I love him, John. Don't miss to see. He's so adorable. Oh, my God. Beautiful house, too. He's been in the house since 1967. I just love him. Mom, he's so cute. You met him the other day in the office. Okay. Yep, he's just, he's adorable. He's a great guy. Um, Over the years, he's done things. He's pulled permits. He's done everything. But he was confused because his um, tax assessment, his tax bill says two family. Mm -hmm. Quickly, can you tell us a little bit about that? It's really confusing. It's very, very confusing. Is it every town or just ours? Just Pembroke. That I don't know. I think it's probably every town. Okay. Um, the assessor's office assesses what they see. Yeah. So if you have a separate entrance, if you have two trash bills, it you know it it it's going to appear to be a two family. Yeah. They don't use our records whether it's an in law or whether you put on an addition. They can only code it one way, either a single family or a two family. They have no gray area in between. Mm-hmm. Now in laws, if you're going to put in an in law, requires a special permit from the zoning board yep. of appeals. You have to come in and apply for that permit through zoning, which allows you to have the in-law apartment, which mm-hmm. is supposed to be blood only, yep. 800 square feet, mm-hmm. attached. I mean, there's a whole set of rules yep. that go along with it, but you do need to have that special permit. So what we're trying to do now in Pembroke is trying to take those in-laws and make sure that the assessor's office has it the way that we have it. Yeah. But technically to this day, we don't speak the same language, assessors and what zoning has, which is wouldn't very it, confusing. W- wouldn't it be easy enough to make a third that just says in-law? You would think that's, you know, that's more Kathy Salmon question as far as the assessors go, because they have a whole set of rules that they have to go by state line, 
state yeah, guidelines. Because I think if it has two, you know, two. Um, I think if it's a single family with an in-law, it should be coded as that. Yeah. Not just as a two family. Because mm-hmm. we do have two families in the town of Pembroke. Yeah. But they're not legal today. So if you came yeah. in and wanted to build a brand new two family, you couldn't do it. Yeah. In the town of Pembroke. And like, I have a two family in Pembroke. So mine's a yep. mixed use area, actually. Yep. So I have the two family and we have the, you know, the garage out back that's used for the auto mechanic. And that, it looks like a two family. It's in an area yep. that sort of belongs. I mean, we have some. Actually, mm-hmm. we just went through and did a list, and this was really important to the building inspector. Went through the list and got all the two and three families in town and have gone out to inspect them all. Oh, you did? Mine too? We haven't done yours yet because we it was coded a different way. Mixed so use, yours right? didn't. Yeah, yours didn't pop up, but we, it has. We popped a new list, so we do have a new list, so we okay. will be out. To, How was mine coded? Um, I would think... I'm not sure, to be to be honest with you. I have to look back and see what the okay. code was on it. Because I didn't request it. I requested one list, and we got maybe 10. Then the second way I requested it was whatever he had, whatever George had asked me for. So, yeah. And yours did pop up the second time. Oh, good. Can, is so that we'll list public? I'd, I'm interested in that yeah, list. Yeah. Because that yeah. would be helpful for me. Because a lot of yep. people are like, my house is too family. And I was like, no, it isn't. Yeah, it's not. But Everybody thinks, have, yeah. yeah. Priscilla is under agreement right now. And one of the things, like, I had to educate him and I brought him into the office and I said, I just need you to understand as much as you're being assessed as a two family, you are not a two family. You're not even a legal in-law. So we mm. are not even going to promote or market this house as an in-law. So I've been promoting it as this is a house with two kitchens. Yep. And you can have two kitchens. Yes. It's legal to have two kitchens. Yep. Because if you like to cook, you can do that. So people can do with it what they want after the fact. And I did say to them, if you would like to come before the zoning board at some point and make this legal, why you would have to change it, I don't know. It is what it is. You're living in it. Then you can easily come to us. We'll make sure that it's in that 800 square feet and all of that. Um, and, And then you'll get it I don't know, coded as, isn't it? The proper way to be coded, yeah. Yeah, so, well, we just heard the doorbell. The doorbell means that um, that gives me a little opportunity to talk a little bit more about real estate. We have lots of open houses going on. Uh, Cindy Ford, again, from our team, um, is over at 262 Plymouth Street in Pembroke today. Uh, She will be there from 11 to 1 p.m. I'm going to shoot over there myself a little bit later. Um, She is uh, doing a home that's actually on Stetson Pond with an acre of land. Mm -hmm. How often do you see that never never Never. ever and 40 feet of frontage of a beach and the opportunity to put the dock out there Mm. and it's a recreational pond i think stetson's one of the more beautiful ones it really is yep and a lot of people have been interested in a lot of the pond houses and you never get one like that exactly just don't not in pembroke and this is a little ranch that was built by an older couple that was a retirement home so it's built solid like a home not it wasn't built as a cottage just as a cottage to go down in the summertime this has central ac fully heated it's yeah not one of the houses that was built in the 50s you know that we see you know around furnace and stuff that people renovated so beautiful the other thing is new four bedroom septic system is being installed on that property so there is so much growth opportunity for people there so go down and see cindy again cindy ford uh one of my team members is going to be at two one of our team Team members members. is going to be at (laughs) 262. Mom, you're on my team too. I forgot about that. Boy, we really do have strong women on our team. 262 Plymouth Street in Pembroke. She'll be there 11 to 1. Mary Baker, our other team member, will be there tomorrow from 11 to 1. Uh, so maybe you can, I don't know where you are tomorrow. If you get a chance, you can pop over there. I'm definitely going to pop over tomorrow. Pop over definitely there Definitely be there. All right, perfect. Yep. You'll get a chance to meet Tracy, uh, Grady, in person as well. Um, so thank you. Uh, 
so much for taking the time to come with me just impromptu like that. Fantastic. That was awesome. Again, Tracy is the newest member of uh, my team, her team, my mother's team with Mary and Cindy. And um, our goal is we're going to start having some meetings once a week to sort of catch Mm -hmm. up with each other um, is just to sort of work together to help our clients be the help them make the best decisions they can whether they're buying a home or selling a home or if they're navigating both, um, you definitely are going to have four superstar women behind you just holding it all together. I don't consider myself a superstar, but I consider you guys superstars. But I feel very fortunate that this is the group that's going to help people. Yep. So um, how can people get in touch with you, Tracy, if they want to talk to you directly about real estate? Um, They can get in touch with me on my phone, which is 617-620-620. 8484. You looked at me as if you didn't know. I was thinking in my head, how often do I actually call my own cell phone? But that is my number. (laughs) Why don't you say it one more time? Okay, to get in touch with me, Tracy Grady, it's going to be 617-620-8484. Perfect. And Tracy is a huge help when she's at um, at Town Hall. I mean, even other than us knowing each other, I see how you interact with the public up there and Pembroke is very fortunate. So if Mr. Thorne is listening, I hope he understands <laughs> um, and he knows what a true asset you are. Thank you um, very much. We have some great yeah. employees up at the cent- um, up at uh, Pembroke Town Hall, yeah. but I will say that you are absolutely one of the shining stars up there. So thank you very much, Sharon. Yeah. You do do a good job not making people feel awkward. Yeah. You know about asking questions. No. Come in, ask questions. Everybody's there to help, really. Really, they really are. And that's why I'm so happy to have you on our team. So thank you again, Ma. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm glad that you made it. You're welcome. All right. Love you, Mom. I love you, too. (laughs) Dad, if you're listening, I love you, too. Again, you are listening to Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara. If you have any questions regarding buying a home, selling a home, navigating the home sale and uh, purchase process at the same time, please feel free to reach me at 781-294-4848, or bostonconnect.com. Oh, podcast talkrealestateradio.com. Have a great weekend.